eight episodes in and we've already got an achievement unlocked. We got some additional security points from a Why You Know host, Deb. And I expressed some major disappointment with some of my fellow Linux podcasters. And we're all going to commit to quit as much as we can. All right here on episode number eight of the Self-Hosted Podcast. So, anyways, uh, last week we talked about security, and uh, I got on Mastodon, I was asking Alex, uh, one of the main devs over at uh, Why You Know Host, if there was any extra tips or anything special that he wanted to throw in, and uh, he got back to me, it was a little too late to throw in that episode, so I'm going to throw Attention, in attention please, excuse me. May I have your attention, please? We have a major achievement unlocked. Well, what's the achievement? Here is the report, boss. So why are you giving it to me? Why why can't you just tell me? Just read the damn note. Seriously, do I have to do everything for you? Well, uh, yeah, it is your job. My God, you are such a lazy ass. I'll, you better watch it. I'll sue to have to remove you. Bite it, you anchor. Okay, fine. I'll just go ahead and read it then. Anyways, uh, it seems that this podcast goal has already been achieved. It's inspired two people to start self-hosting. Well, one for sure. The other one's still researching it. He's uh, wanting to do it on BSD. Uh, good luck with that. I have no idea anything about BSD. Um, I, I hope, I, I, I sincerely hope it works out for both of you. The other one actually installed Yuna Host and on a VPS, and that's that's just freaking awesome. Congratulations to both of you. And like I said, I really do hope it works out for each of your situations. Um, keep in mind, if you ain't root, you don't own it, and it's not that hard. You gotta own your shit. Now, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by the so-called, so-called quote-unquote help around here. Um, Alec, one of the uh, main developer uh, contributor on Why You Know Host Core and project management teams, sent me some more additional points to remember about security. Number one, Alec says, one of the key points of security is to limit the attack surface. Don't install apps just for fun or give access to your users because it's convenient and might be useful later. So in other words, don't do it like I'm doing it because I'm just installing apps just for fun to check them out. (laughs) Well, it's also research for the podcast, so there you go. Um, Number two, don't get too crazy about using the top-notch security ciphers with 4,096-bit keys or whatever. It doesn't matter because usually the weak link of the security is somewhere else whether it's it's either it's either going to be human or it's going to be technical so and last but not least there's no such thing as being quote unquote being secure 
Um, security is a process, and it's there's always a trade-off with us- usability. He says, for an, for example, in the context of why you know, we have failed to ban configured to ban users after five failed authorization attempts. Um, they see that it triggers a lot of false positives, actual legitimate users trying to log in and get, and they get banned for miscellaneous reasons. But the point is, even if you get to some perfect quote-unquote technical security, the human part of security is not to be neglected. So the weakest link is always the human. So there we go. Now, this... This is kind of a philosophical episode, I guess you could say. Um, I'm I'm kind of ticked off about some stuff, and but you know I'm trying to keep this as the uh, the correct way to do this, and I'm. Yeah, so I've, I've I've been hearing some things here lately, and I've seen some posts on Mastodon about people griping about PeerTube, and there's usually five main things. Number one, it doesn't have the viewers that YouTube has. Number two, they say I don't get any revenue from it. Number three, they say the videos take forever to stream. Uh, number four, it doesn't have the discoveries or search ability that YouTube has. And number five, they say, I can't stream live. Okay, I get your points. And I understand them. But, and there's always a but, right? Um, you're comparing apples to oranges. And you're not grasping the full concept of the federated you, Federation, the, the Fediverse. Um, just just look at the theory about that. The idea of the federated websites is that everyone hosts their own instance. In the case of PeerTube, the tech behind the videos works through P2P, which is BitTorrent. Um, and everybody knows that as with, as with BitTorrent, the more seeders you have, the faster the download. So if you have more instances that are following each other, the faster the videos are going to be for the entire network. This also works with the discovery slash search ability of PeerTube. Um, it's it's the way that they all you know they can search each other's instances, you know, and it gets bigger and better all the time as more and more follow each other. Um, the whole streaming live thing is is coming. They're working on it. It's on the roadmap for them, from what I understand. Um, so now as, as far as having the viewers or the quote unquote audience, I heard on a podcast just the other day, the comment, and I quote on my peer tube video, I had six views and on the same video on YouTube, I had over 8,000. I hear bullshit like this. Every time someone compares peer tube and YouTube, you cannot compare the two together. They're totally different. YouTube is a fully funded company backed by the largest advertising agency or search engine with multi-billions of dollar company. 
in the world. The same company that started paying people to create content just to be on YouTube. PeerTube's not backed by any company other than Framasoft, and they're not paying anybody to create content for it. It's intended to be a bunch of individual servers that's connected to each other in order to spread the load of streaming high-quality videos across a network. Now, in that comment that I said earlier and that I heard, on my PeerTube video, I had six views, and the same video on YouTube had over 8,000. He solved his own, he answered his own question right there. Because, I mean, did, do you understand what I'm talking about here without me actually coming out and saying it? He says um, the same video. If you're putting the same video on two different sites and you're wanting to, you're, well, at least want saying you're wanting to get people to go to the other unknown site, why are you putting it on the same putting the same video on the site? It's not going to attract anybody there. It's not going to draw anybody there. It's not a compelling reason for somebody to leave YouTube to go look at this the same video on a different site. So if you're if you're wanting to promote PeerTube or your PeerTube channel, don't post the same shit on YouTube because people's not going to go to PeerTube to watch it. It's kind of like uh, if if uh, Hulu and Netflix had the same exact videos, same movies and same TV shows. They're not going to go to one or the other. Yeah, it, it, if they want to watch something that's only on Netflix, they go to Netflix. If they want to watch something that's only on Hulu, they go to Hulu. If they want to watch something only on that's only on YouTube, they go to YouTube. If they want to watch something that's only on PeerTube, they go to PeerTube. Pretty simple. Don't post the same shit everywhere. It's stupid. It kind of defeats your own purpose and makes you look like, I don't know, a hypocrite. <laughs> Anyways, um, where was I at? Uh, I totally missed. I lost my place on there. So you get you get my point. Um, as far as the whole, I'm not getting paid for my content. That's up to you as a creator to do. Framasoft and PeerTube aren't, you know, like I already said, they're not advertising agencies, and they don't have any shareholders to, you know, to be holding to. Um, if you, if you, there's nothing in the terms saying that you can't have sponsors for your videos, unless it's a, you know. Unless you're on somebody else's instance, this is where the Federation comes in. If you're on somebody else's instance, you have to go by their rules. Now, I know there are a couple of instances out there that say no, no, no profit for videos or anything. Um, if you, if it's on your instance and your video, your your server, you make the rules. You can put as many sponsors on there as you want. You know, so that's entirely up to you. So there you have it. I'm just, I'm getting at, getting to the point. You know, I'm seeing a lot on, on Mastodon, people griping about 
Twitter. And, you know, I hate Twitter, so I'm going to stay on Twitter and post about Twitter. But I'm still going to go open a Mastodon account. Well, what good's that going to do? So what I'm, what I'm about to do is talk about a little thing that I'm wanting to start called Commit to Quit. And we're going to talk about that right after this. You can find the show notes at boneheadmedia.com. Uncle Bonehead strongly endorses Why You Know Host for your self-hosting project. Check it out at whyyouknowhost.org. All right, now, I know this isn't something new. Uh, Framasoft and other people have already launched similar campaigns a year or two ago. So I admit that I'm riding the coattails of some really big people. Um, but since I've... That's not a fat joke either. <laughs> so, so I'm... <laughs> Sorry, I could I could pass that up. But, uh, you know, since I've joined the Fediverse and, and really embraced it and the whole control your data movement, I've noticed that there, there are some awful, awful lot of, I don't know what you call them, bot accounts, maybe. It, it looks like, you know, it's just a bot that's reposting crap from Twitter accounts on Mastodon. Somebody's probably just being lazy and wrote a script that will copy paste something to Mastodon from Twitter. But I ask why. Why stay on Twitter and bitch about Twitter? Why stay on Facebook and bitch about Facebook? Seriously, you talk about hypocrites. And there's three main things that really burns my ass and pisses me off the most. Number one is hypocrites. Number two is stupidity. And number three is lying. Now let me explain. Hypocrites. Now I understand if you have a Twitter or Facebook, yada, 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 and you're using it to educate people about the Fediverse, yada, yada, yada. And trying to talk them into switching over, there's that's not being a hypocrite. That's being productive and educational. But to keep keep it and post on it more than on Mastodon, nah, I'm not buying it. Um, just being full disclosure, I'm using Anchor.fm to distribute the audio files for this podcast. Anchor.fm does use Amazon to host those media files. So if you're subscribed in an app on your phone that automatically downloads the audio file, that is where it comes from, and those are tracked by Anchor. They only, they only tell me how many downloads and what app is used. But I do put a link in the show notes to download those files directly from my server. In the future, I might change and move those to archive.org. That's still kind of up in the air, but for the time being, they're still going to come from my server. Um, those downloads are not tracked, and I don't really care how many downloads I get from Anchor or my server. So, okay, back to the list. Stupidity. And I'm not talking about being ignorant here. I know that some people don't, quote unquote, get things as fast or fully. Hell, I'm one of them. Rather, I'm talking about the basic common sense things all humans understand for, you know, like, Somebody creates a, a a gab instance and tries to reconnect it to the rest of the Fediverse, gets blocked, 
Then they do it again with a different name. It gets blocked again. And then they do it again with a different name again. And it gets blocked again. You'd think they'd eventually stop. That's another thing Gavin said. Um, another example, you, you touch something hot. You get burned. Then you touch it again. Isn't that pretty much stupidity? And lying. This one, I really shouldn't have to go over, but let's just say that it is what everyone does at one point or another. Um, mostly by politicians and large tech companies when they're talking about your privacy. Um, but eventually, we'll, we'll all reach a mass critical point where we will have to make the switch fully and completely move our stuff. People in general... Including your friends and family will either follow you or they won't. If they want to make contact with you, they will. If they don't, then you have to make the decision for yourself. Are you going to stay and remain being a product with no privacy? Or are you going to commit to being who you are and be in control of who you are? Which brings me to... Brilliant segue here. <laughs> the problem... <laughs> These companies are much like an, an addiction. They've been successful at creating social media and free productivity or communication apps that appeal to human emotion. Whether it triggers a response in your brain to release dopamine, you know, that hormone that gets released when you smoke a cigarette or take a drug. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But either way, people are obviously addicted to these companies and products. Everybody flips out over the newest iPhone or the first thing they check in the morning is Facebook and Twitter, or the last thing they do before they go to bed is check Facebook or Twitter. It's obviously an addiction, and it needs to stop. You need to stop using these companies and their products because they have made you the product. Now, I don't understand that I... I do understand, I'm sorry, that I will never be 100% free from these companies, nor will you. They control and own entirely too much of the internet to actually do it all. But we can certainly minimize them in our lives. You may also have to deal with these companies in your job. I do. Uh, my company has uh, Android tablets for our electronic logbooks, and we use the entire uh, suite of Google apps, you know, Google Drive, everything. Um it's, but that's different when it's you know for work. I'm talking about doing this for your personal life. Just because you have to deal with them in your work life doesn't mean you have to deal with them in your personal life. I mean, don't give up your your personal freedom and privacy. Your job's not your life. It's what pays the bills. Hopefully, it's something you enjoy doing. But keep in mind, unless you're on your own, unless you're your you are your own boss. The boss doesn't control you 24 hours a day. For example, I'm a truck driver, and I love it. But my employer isn't what pays the bills. My commercial driver's license is. Um, it doesn't matter who signs the paycheck or where that paycheck came from. As long as I protect my CDL, my income is golden. I can go anywhere. That's the glory of being a truck driver. I, I live in Michigan. I could drive for a company that's in Texas 
or I could live in Texas and drive for a company that's in Canada. Yeah, it's that's because I've got my CDL. I protect what is mine. Um, So I'm asking you to do it. Commit to quit. Now, I'm not asking you to do it forever. I mean, that's just baby steps. You know, you don't have to do it all or nothing right off the top. Just, you know, give it a try first, you know, 30 days, then 60 days, and then 90 days. If you can make it through three months, you know, try it for a year. You got to treat it like an addiction. So this is what I'm doing. Here's my personal progress so far. This is what I've given up and deleted. I had six accounts, six Twitter accounts. I've deleted five of them. Last one I can't get rid of because I don't remember what the login is and I can't find it. Um, I had two Instagram accounts. I didn't realize that, but those are both gone. Apple, I never had an Apple account other than outside of, I used to have an account for Podcast Connect, I think is what it was called. I haven't logged into that since, uh, well, since I ended Trucking Nuts. So I couldn't even tell you what the login is for information is for it. Um, Microsoft, I haven't, I think I've got a Microsoft account and I had a Skype account, but I haven't used them so long that I don't remember what the login information was. Um, Amazon, I did used to have an affiliate account with them at one time. I haven't used it, so I don't even know if it's still active or not. My wife's got a Prime account, I think. Um, so I could just use hers. <laughs> uh, Google. I've got one personal uh, Google account left to get rid of. Um, I don't think I'm going to end up getting rid of it because I've got a couple of login informations that I'm using it for for some medical stuff and my Netflix is in there. Um, if I can ever get, I'm going to see if I can delete the YouTube account. But I don't know if that's going to work because I think it's you automatically get a YouTube account if you've got um, Google. Facebook, I've got a Facebook account. Uh, I'm going to try to delete it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but I'm going to try. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to break it to the boys in the band that I, I can't be in the band. Uh, I just don't have the time to do it. You know, I'm home for 34 hours, usually 36 hours, and then I'm back on the road. And I don't have time to do that, do everything I want to do and hang out with the kid and, and the, you know, be a good husband and a good father. Doesn't work that way. So, yeah, that's my, yeah, that's all I've got on here listed. Um, yeah. So what do you think if you guys would like to commit to quit? Bring it on. Keep in touch. Let me know on, on Mastodon. Hit me up on Mastodon, Google, or Google. Mastodon, PixelFed, um, Plume, PeerTube. Yeah, we're everywhere. Uh, speaking of PeerTube, 
the next episode of vid the the vid self-hosted vidcast is going to be i'm going to go over some apps that i'm using to replace all of this stuff um both on my phone and on the uh web my dog is busy she's scratching and foot's kicking the floor so if you hear the thumps it's not me so anyways i digress i am done for this week you guys be good be safe never stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face um remember if you ain't root you don't own it and it's not hard own your shit start your own server later and is a Creative Commons licensed podcast. You can find Uncle Bonehead on Mastodon, PixelFed, Poom and PeerTube. Email us with questions, tips or just plain old bitching about the show at UncleB at boneheadmedia.com. Generously provided by Umpha. Find him at patreon.com slash UNFA. That's patreon.com slash UNFA. <laughs> I say later like I'm talking on the phone. Later. Say it. <laughs> Call me back, man.